Welcome to Reactive. This is episode 42. Oh my God, we're almost at a year. Anyway, um, this is Raquel and Henning. Hello. Hi. And we're Khalilis again. <laughs> <laughs> he'll he'll get, get his act together one of these days, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. it's all right. He'll be back. A- He's got important things to take care of. He does have important things to yes, take care of. As we do all, but yes. we we absolutely do. I'm yeah. I'm pretty sure right now he is taking care of a bonsai tree. Uh-huh. That would be nice. Very relaxing. Because those Yeah, exactly. Very <laughs> relaxing and requires a lot more effort than you would think. It does, I know. From I mean experience. I'm Oh really? Do you do you have bonsai trees? I I used to. I left them in Florida, but I, I, I might get reunited with some of them when I go back. <laughs> But what state will they be in? Oh, my goodness. Okay, so now, like, see, I was totally serious about that bonsai thing, but I've never had a bonsai. <laughs> no, I actually did bonsai for quite a few years in Florida, and uh, it is uh, very therapeutic and relaxing. And so so that that's that's actually a very good component that I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, again. And I actually left some of my trees with a nursery in, in, in Ocala, of all places, which is where I'm going back to. So... <laughs> It's totally weird. Um, yeah, the guy said he'll he'll just hang on to them, and if I ever come back, I can have them. So we'll see. They are definitely have been maintained. So I think one of them was even in a show while I was over here. So wow. Uh, yeah. Wait. Okay. So so <laughs> if if your bonsai was in a show, but mm-hmm. you weren't the one to most recently take care of it, who wins the prize? Oh, well, it's probably the person taking care of it. I mean, that's that's actually a very, very common thing in bonsai because um, they, you know, if they're taken care of well and if they, they do well, they, they live for a very long time and they get um, passed along. So there's many people working on a tree usually. You know, somebody starts it, passes it on, or sells it, or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, there's usually quite a few people that have worked on a tree. And uh, we see. So, I would definitely say whoever is in possession of it now and is caring for it should be able to take the the credit. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think it won any prizes. (laughs) Oh. Well, you know, I mean, I'm American, so obviously it should get a participation award. Probably yes. Yeah. Well, actually, you know, just being in the show is is recognition enough because that's that's kind of a big deal, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think it was like an exhibit at a uh, at a convention or something like that. So it was part of an exhibit. That's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. It is. Well, then, I think that's excellent <laughs> and cool. And I, yeah, okay. Well, I'll let you know uh, in a few months if if my trees are still around, and we'll see. Definitely. And we'll have to ask Khalil about his bonsai experience as well. Yes. Because I totally don't make things up for the show (laughs) at all. I never make anything up. Yes. This is totally fact-based everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, So what's happened this week or what hasn't happened well, uh, I uh, <laughs> I started playing video games again. Can you believe it? Really? <laughs> yeah. Today, actually, I was uh, playing Asphalt 8 with my four-year-old daughter. And it's this race car game on the new Apple TV. And she calls it Crashing Cars. 
I want to play Crashing Cars. <laughs> it's a That's blast. Awesome. I mean, she has so much fun sitting there giggling. And then so we take turns. It's actually kind of cool. The, the new Apple TV, or I don't know how new it actually is anymore. I just, I've seen it a few times when we've been to the Apple store. And we just decided to pick one up this time. And uh, it, uh, yeah, so it's it basically comes with uh, with memory. It doesn't let you download uh, the movies or, you know, cache them in there. But it's basically meant to be a new platform for apps. And uh, there's quite a few. Actually, in my opinion, my novice opinion, very decent games. And they're a lot of fun. And there's very, it very much reminds me of the Wii. I played that like once or twice. Mm-hmm. So the, the the remote actually doubles as a controller. It has like a, a touchpad and um, I guess accelerometers or whatever it is. So however you move mm-hmm. it, it's, it yeah. helps you control the gameplay. And uh, yeah, it, so far it's it's just a lot of fun. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. That's pretty great. Plus, and then on, on top of all that, it is an Apple TV. So exactly, you can like exactly. watch all your, you know, streaming everything. Yep. That's pretty excellent. Right. I have um I have a Chromecast, which does not have any games on it at all. But I love that thing. It is the greatest. That's just that little like this a tiny little USB plug, isn't it? Or it's a yeah, it's an HDMI plug. Or HDMI, um, yeah, yeah. What I really like about it, though, is that the remote is your is your is your smartphone. So oh, yeah. I don't have to have an extra remote or anything. I mm-hmm. can just pull it up on my phone, and um, and I know you can do that. Like if you have an iPhone or an iPad, you can do the same thing with your Apple TV. But my husband is anti Jobsian, and so <laughs> only has an Android. <laughs> And so this is this is a, a source of much contention in in my uh, in my house. Interesting. Um, so the good news <laughs> is that a lot of the so like the iPhone works with a uh, with the with the Chromecast, uh-huh. but the Android does not necessarily work with right. the 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 i the Apple, Apple TV. TV yeah. So. Yeah. Blurg, but but I love it. I love it. I think it's great. Um, and then the gaming thing reminds me of our Wii. We have a Wii. It's sitting in a box. It has not <laughs> out of the box in at least two two and a half years, because um, it's just sort of time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Games. Yeah, Games but now it's free. like um, you know I have my kids doing it, so I have an excuse. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is actually yes. fun. I have to say so. That's um, good. I mean, of course, there's probably more constructive things to do with your kids, but hey, you know. I don't know. Have have a I, fun. I, I saw an article or I saw something the other day that said that, I think it was a tweet or maybe it was a DM. I don't know. Sorry, Slack listeners or Slack reactive listeners. You're not going to get a link to it, but because um, I have no idea where it was, but I saw a thing on the internet. Therefore, it must be true uh, that... Um, like studies are showing that people who play video games are like a little bit more attuned to certain things um like uh, like multitasking and like it's it's good it's good for your brain to play it's it's really good for your for your brain to play video games oh don't tell my um, son that <laughs> um well make sure he doesn't listen to this episode yes. uh, <laughs> Um, but I mean, like, I mean, I'm sure just like anything, if you do too much of any one thing, right. you know, you 
like it's like being a marathon runner. If you don't do any upper body exercising, um, your your arm muscles can actually atrophy, mm-hmm. and so then it's not very good for you. So you know, but everybody thinks marathon running is very good for you, but it I mean it is to a point, and then it can go awry. So just like video games, it's good for you to an extent. All right. Yep. So there you go. All in good measure. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But I like the thing that you yeah. can use the you can use the the um, the iPhone as the remote because the the text entry on on the remotes for the Apple TV are just are horrible. You know, you get that <clears throat> field of letters and you have to choose one by one click around in that and you know that's just miserable so that's that's nice when you can just open your iphone and use the keyboard so and also if you have passwords you can cut and paste from one password instead of having to type oh in really own. yeah yeah so that's that's really nice neat. yeah that's pretty cool yep that is cool anyway so yeah that's uh we picked that up and uh since um i'm home alone with the girls today i uh i played that with her so that was fun that's fun. Yep. That's super cute. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So what are you up to? Um, not too much. Just, you know, work, 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 work. Uh, but uh, there was that pretty interesting piece of news earlier this week. Um, uh, Microsoft is buying LinkedIn for yeah. an obscene amount of money. It's like $22 billion Holy or something. Cow. And I'm just like... Okay, give me the tiniest percentage of that sale price. Just just yeah. me. And I would be set for life. Nobody <laughs> needs that much money ever. Like, I, I just, I don't know. I, I think about how uh, that is a lot of money. It is so much money. And I think about how, um, so I actually met one of the original creators of Hotmail. And... Um, and like he was telling us about us, meaning the people in the audience, um, about the experience of selling Hotmail to Microsoft. And like Microsoft was like, well, we'll give you like a million dollars for this. And they're like, no, no, it's totally worth more than that. Like, fine, how about $10 million? And it's like, no. And like people are like looking at this person, like, you know, you're you're losing your mind. Like, how can, you, how can you say no to $10 million? It's like, no, I think it's worth more than that. And like back and forth and back and forth. And then eventually Microsoft was like, all right, fine. How about $400 million? And like, they were like, oh, okay. That sounds good to me. Right. But like, and you're like, oh my goodness, $400 million is a huge amount of money. But this was back in like the nineties when, or maybe it was the early two thousands and $400 million was really a lot of money then. The idea that like four people could create this email service that then Microsoft would want to buy it off of them for $400 million was like so astronomical and like completely like mind-blowingly like just, I have yeah, no words, right? I have no really, words for that. You can't wrap your head around that. Yeah. I can't. But then, but then I'm thinking about LinkedIn, and it's like 22 billion dollars. Like that is that is so many orders of magnitude more, and it's just like what? Yeah, but what, what is? I, I mean, I don't know. I haven't followed this, and I didn't read anything about it. But 
my first question is like, what does Microsoft want with LinkedIn? Um, I, my guess is it's the the huge number of contacts and like it's just a massive user base, right? And then um, I know that Microsoft bought Yammer several years ago, and that apparently they bought Yammer because they wanted they they liked how Yammer was this kind of small company that was moving really quickly on iteration and Microsoft the the argument was from my friends at Yammer who shall of course be unnamed um apparently they wanted to like learn how to be fast again and so they they swallowed up Yammer with like a hey we want to learn how to do this thing quickly because we're so slow now we're such a huge giant that it'd be really nice to like go fast again mm-hmm. um, and do things more open sourcey and all that stuff. And, and, and that seems to have paid off on some level um, though. Apparently the people at Yammer now are like, wow, Microsoft has just eaten everything. And now we have to go through all these protocols and everything is so slow now. <laughs> um, but it's interesting, right? Because if you're, if you're a battleship uh, and you start going fast, like, a cruise ship that that's going to feel super, super, super fast. But if you were originally a little, a little sailboat and you're suddenly the size of a, uh, of a cruise ship, you're going to be like, we're going so slow. So it's, it's always interesting finding that middle ground between a super, super slow enterprise mm-hmm. company, and a super fast, tiny startup. Um, so anyway, so I kind of wonder if there's something, more cultural at LinkedIn that Microsoft wants to get in on, or maybe it's just a product that they're thinking, okay, we need to get more into this professional business thing and helping people connect. Cause I don't know how Microsoft's social network stuff is going, but yeah. well, interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I, it, it's also possible that they've already said, and I just haven't read the article on it. I, tend to do things on headlines <laughs> it's like oh hey headline this is cool yeah. uh, speaking of which there was also w- wwdc this week uh-huh. um, apple's worldwide developer conference um i live in the east bay now so i didn't even get to see the throngs and throngs and throngs of people in uh, at the moscone center in san francisco so that's irrelevant to me but Apparently, somebody got on stage and said some stuff, so that was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw a blurb on that, uh, Tim Cook's remarks about a certain other event this weekend. So that's the only reason I knew that that had happened, uh, the, the WWDC. WWC, yeah. Yeah. So, is there, yeah, so anything, that's the developer conference, right? Yeah, so yeah. iOS 10, I think, is coming out or something. Or- I hope they fix notifications. <laughs> yeah me too it's so I weird i don't know um it's i just on my phone for example i don't get slack notifications they're turned on but and i don't have do not disturb on or anything like that but i do mm-hmm. not get slack notifications and actually on a, on a whole variety of other apps i don't get notifications so i i researched it a little bit and um it just says yeah it affects a certain percentage of users and there's no fix for it yet. I'm like, okay, great. So I have no idea what to do. People have said, you know, they reinstalled everything that didn't, didn't work either. So I don't know what's going on there. Very mm. annoying though. 
Hmm. Yeah. Mm. So we'll yeah. see. I saw iOS 10. Okay. Is there, do you know, yeah. is there anything revolutionary about it or is it just um, the next? Well, one? I'm looking, looking at uh, the next webs, everything Apple announced at WWDC 2016 in one handy list. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of useful. Um, watch OS 3, TV OS, OS X is going to be Mac OS plus iOS 10 and Siri. Oh, yes. So, um, Siri is coming to the desktop and they're going to, oh, I see. They're changing the name of OS X to be Mac OS. Oh, interesting. And it will, the latest OS version will be called Sierra with a focus on continuity. Nice. Whatever oh. that means. <laughs> So, for example, if you're wearing an authenticated Apple Watch, you can automatically unlock your laptop just by having that watch nearby. Huh. But you have to have all the... Basically, I think what they're trying to do is lock everybody into the Apple ecosystem. You need all of the things to be able to work with all the things and, you know. Of course. Um, yeah. Also, Apple Pay to the desktop which would be interesting. I love using Apple Pay on my Apple Pay on my iPhone. So, that could be cool. Um iOS 10 uh, iOS 10 has like 3D touch on notifications. Okay. And then apps are going to be updated. Um Mm, uh, they're opening up more of the API to devs. And that's basically it. Hmm. Okay. It's not like, there's certainly no hardware stuff, like nothing interesting that on that level. I know some people were really hoping for like new hardware of some sort, but I feel like every year they do like new iPads and new iPhones. So meh. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think I'll be I'll be stuck with my iPhone 5 for a while. I just hope it uh I guess I'm restricted to certain carriers in the states because it's a European model. So it's GSM, mm. I think I can't go with Verizon or something. I probably have to go with AT&T or one of the others. Um, um well, actually because you have an iPhone 5, it's all SIM card based and it won't actually matter. Oh, anymore um sweet. both verizon and is, so it used to be that like verizon and t-mobile were stuck on gsm um and at&t and sprint were on the like newer stuff but now everybody has lte or 4g mm-hmm. so you just need to get the the right sim card and it should it should quote unquote just work okay. um i would i would recommend t-mobile because t-mobile lets me have free text messages and data anywhere in the world. So when I go to conferences and stuff, I can still text my family and like my husband and I can be in the same city, like in Edinburgh and we can text each other and it's fine. And we can look up maps and all of that all included in our monthly price, which is extremely reasonable, comparable to the others. Yeah. That's cool. So I would recommend T-Mobile. I am not paid by (laughs) T-Mobile at all. Um, 
you know, fine print. Yeah. Not that we have any lawyers <laughs> for our podcast, but please don't sue us because we don't have any lawyers for this podcast. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, personal preferences. Yeah. So well, that's good yeah. to know. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, this <laughs> suddenly reminds me. Um, I was in I was in Edinburgh a couple weeks ago, and I'm talking to Lewis Cowper, uh, and he was just kind of like looking at me a little funny. And I was like, what? What? And he just looks at me and he goes, I'm used to having your voice in my ear. But now you're in front of me. And it's weird. I thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to say, I, I'm used to having your voice at 1.5 or 2.0 speed. <laughs> also possible. You sound so slow. <laughs> I talk very fast. Thank you very much. Um, anyway, <laughs> but, but then the other thing that he said was, and now also seeing you in person, you move around a lot when you talk. And I was like, yes. And he was like, I always wondered because sometimes your voice would change whenever you're talking. And it was really confusing because like the volume would be a little weird. But now I realize it's just because you're super animated and you're moving away from the microphone in and out, in and out and in and out. And I was like, Yep, I'm just a weird little Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> so anyway, folks, I promise, I am just really entertaining in person. Oh, man. If you think I'm cool on the podcast, just wait till we meet in person. Okay, anyway. <laughs> um so yeah, so that's uh I'm trying to think of any other major tech news this week. Um well, I came across a little tweet here, uh, or a retweet by yeah. Sindrisaurus, and um, it was this announcement about npms.io. Are you familiar with that? No. What is this? <laughs> it is a search. It stands for NPM search, so NPMS, and um, it is a search engine for NPM packages. And uh, it's really funny. I just sort of skimmed the about page <clears throat> before the show. And did a few little test queries. And uh, it sounds like what they're trying to do or what they've implemented, and it's, by the way, it's all open source, I guess. It's uh, implemented by two gentlemen from Portugal, uh, Andre Cruz and Andre Duarte. And um, they are doing something very, very similar that we've discussed already about, for example, Ember Observer, where they are basing the search results either basing, basing the search results or giving you additional information based on uh, four sort of aspects. So the one of them is quality, which means, you know, does it have a readme? Does it have a license? Um, is it in a stable version? Does it have tests? What's the test coverage? I don't know how they measure that, but uh, that's one of the points that they, they mention. And then, you know, outdated dependencies. Um, does it have a custom website and badges and stuff like that? anything? Basically, I mean, it starts to sound very familiar for th uh, to me, at least for things that I would look for when I go through NPM search results manually to find out, you know, for me, like to try to rate them, right? Mm -hmm. And then another one is is main maintenance, and um, here's those sort of the ratio of open to total issues, uh, time it takes to close an issue, things like that, and then popular popularity, you know, number of stars, forks, subscribers, contributors, things like that that you can get from GitHub, and then uh, one here they have, uh, or the last one is personality. So they, I don't know how they would, you know, keep a 
I get I don't, I don't know how they 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 measure this or determine this, but if the the maintainer is like a well known maintainer, then mm-hmm. it gets a higher score, I guess. Um, and um, the thing that I kind of like, well, I don't have a lot of experience with it. I don't know how good the search results actually are in comparison to uh, NPM uh, itself. But the cool thing is in the search results, you get this little bubble with a score. In it, and if you hover over it, it gives you some, some more information. Um, that's basically things that you'd have to go click on the search result in NPM to get that information and then maybe go to GitHub itself. And that gives it to you right there. So something uh, I think I'm going to check out. So we'll see. But yeah, I was. Yeah. I guess you haven't heard about it. So. That's okay, because uh, yeah. now I have, <laughs> thanks to this podcast, I learned all about the interesting tech news of the week, exactly. um, <laughs> and I have I have shared it with the NPM team, because I don't know if you noticed, but our NPM search is terrible. Um, <laughs> well, it's a subject that we've talked about in the past, yes. and uh, yes, this is an definitely. interesting approach, and like, like I said, it's uh, it sounds very familiar, and uh, mm-hmm. it's just interesting they... They actually went and did it so pretty cool yeah if it's no it's true yeah the only the only downside mm. to uh npms.io is that um it doesn't have scoped modules yeah so that part stinks and it doesn't have um and by scoped modules i mean public scoped modules uh it would also be great if you know they could have private scoped modules based on if you're logged in and anyway i'm Right, so you have some advantages there. Ask the appropriate people about things, and that yeah, is all I will oh, say. Oh no, I, I see. Yeah, <laughs> I'm doing the search uh, for Fido, and now it shows up. Yeah. So when you yeah you guys fixed that a while back, right? That it, oh, because that's a scoped module, and that didn't used to show up when we first started working on that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We 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 made it so that scoped modules now show up on npmjs.com. Mm-hmm. The actual search algorithm has not changed at all, so it's still just as terrible as it always was. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Let apologies. I do. <laughs> but but public scoped modules definitely still exist, uh, or are are actually accessible now. Um, and yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention on the podcast last week that two weeks ago NPM launched webhooks. Um, which is a pretty cool thing, which basically allows you to, if you are currently paying for one of the services, either uh, private packages or organizations, you can you can create a webhook for either a specific module, um, a scope. So, like, if you want to know about whatever happens with um, anything created by you know the reactive uh, scope or whatever. Um, then you can you can create a webhook and just like GitHub's uh, webhooks, you can do something interesting with that information. Um, what it does is it basically notifies you, like we hit whatever endpoint you want us to hit mm-hmm. uh, when mm-hmm. a pu- uh, when something is published or has more stars or whatever. Um, and so that's kind of cool. And we have like a whole thing where like if you come up with something neat like share it with us and we'd love to share it with the community as well. Cause it's, it's one of those things where you can't really know how people are going to use this technology. And 
because people ha- are like super imaginative and they come up with like really interesting ways of doing stuff. Um, so it, it, I would love to hear what folks end up using Git hooks for. Um, you know, maybe it's to like every time, uh, like I've, I've spent so much time in the IOT space, like some of the, the jokes that we were coming up with was like every time somebody, uh, installs my module, like make the light in the room turn red, you know, or something <laughs> like, Oh my God, somebody actually thought this was a good idea, <laughs> you know, like, or whatever. Um, so like, there's a lot of jokey things, but I'm sure there's also really like really important things like, um, okay. When one of my modules gets updated or one of the modules I depend on gets updated, automatically update my package.json and uh, run a deploy or uh, run it through CI in Travis so that I can make sure that everything still works. And I know that that's Greenkeeper, but um, Greenkeeper I don't think works with private modules yet. So, I mean, hypothetically, or all sorts of other things. I would love to hear what people end up using webhooks for. but yeah, so that's a thing. It wasn't a huge, 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 huge like PR sort of event, but it did happen and it's available now and has been and be really cool to see what people use it with Very or nice. use it for. So, so. is the, how, I, have not, I haven't looked at that. So mm-hmm. is there just like a set of, of um, actions that you can choose from that you want to, you know, whatever, like you said, if, if, um, if something gets starred or downloaded or installed or whatever. So is that like, okay, you say, I want to create a webhook and then you have this selection. Okay. Perform this action when this particular event occurs. Is that how that works? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Basically you, you say, um, so you have to use a different command line client called Wombat instead of just the (laughs) CLI. I know. Um, and then you can do things like, uh, wombat hook add, uh, you know, something here's the, like, here's the name of the webhook. And then here is the, the, the URL that we're going to send those posts to. And then like, maybe there's some sort of secret text to say, Hey, this is the new thing. Um, and I'm sure there's, and there's an API and all sorts of things. And right now I'm just looking at the blog post so that I remember what to say. Um, not that I've been asked to say this. This was just me purely out of my own volition. No lawyers. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, you are in the U.S. So. I am in the U.S. And oh, my God, lawyers. Okay. Um, so anyway, I don't, I don't know exactly all the little details. I haven't played with them yet. I've been too busy trying to, you know, make things better on NPM. Um but I will definitely put the, sh- the, the blog post in the show notes and y'all can take a look at it and play around. Um, I, thought, I thought you could, you could watch stars, but it may be not. I know you can definitely, oh yeah, yeah, there's a, there's a dash dash type. So you can add a type of hook. So this one's like an owner hook and maybe there's like a stars hook um, and all sorts of things. Um, okay. Sorry, the moment I mean, there, has to, to be, there yeah. has to be, you know, a predefined set of things yes. that yes. triggers it. So, yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, exactly. So, anyway, take a look at it and things, stuff, Very nice. etc. 
Yay, technology. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's basically been that. I'm sure there's other tech-specific things that have happened this week. Um, yeah, but again, work, 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 right, for you, and then other yeah. stuff for me, so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess by maybe the uh, September. I, that sounds so far away, but things should be normal, I hope, <laughs> again for me. What is normal? <laughs> well, yeah. Actually, well, see, right now I'm not even I'm not even able to put like in 40 hours a week. Uh, so it's oh. I'm sort of I'm like at 25 ish at the moment. Oof. So and <laughs> yeah, it's a little crazy, but uh, mm, we'll get there. We'll get there. It's tough. Um, erg, yeah. It's um. Mm, anyway. <sighs> yeah. Um. I do. I do think it would be worth mentioning. Um. Like, you know, we can put on a a you know happy jovial chat about technology, but um, what happened in the U.S. this past weekend is pretty awful. Um, anybody who hasn't known, uh, there was a massacre in. Uh, Orlando, Florida, um, your new home state, Henning. So sorry. Yeah, it's about an hour and a half away from where I'm going to be living. Yes. Yeah. So that's. Yeah. I mean, these yeah. things they they affect me drastically, and I've I've actually been been streaming um, my my local like I used to listen to NPR all the time when I was there. Mm-hmm. I thought that's like one of the best news sources anyway so i've been listening to that a lot just to see what's going on and it's just dreadful um Mm. it's um yeah not not only sad but to me it's just maddening the whole situation but i don't really want to go there but um that this just is a continuous thing that nobody's taking any action on and it's just i'm sick of it um yeah uh it sucks. Uh, and hold on. Sorry, my Instacart is has just arrived. Uh, okay. <laughs> Instacart? Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm prime, prime adulting right here. Um, and uh, so anyway, um, <clears throat> so all I really want to say about this whole thing is, A, it's not okay. B... I'm tired of it. And I, if anything, feel extremely kind of helpless because there's only so many things that we can do. And the things that we can do take a long, long, long time to change. Like the power I have to stop somebody from doing something horrible like this comes down to making sure that I vote for the right politicians, which the, the changeover on that is between two and six years. And even then it takes so much time to change policies and make things different. And I can tweet as much as I I could possibly tweet to my heart's content, but tweeting is like sending prayers. It will only do so much. Um, Ultimately, what I would love to do is to make it so that it's really, really, really hard uh, to, to like, you know, do all of those, uh, to do any of these bad things. Um, and, uh, anyway, um, hold on. I have to pause. <laughs> I will be right back. I have somebody knocking at my door. Oh, right back. <laughs> 
that was the Instacart, I guess. Yeah, but um, yeah, that's basically about about right, I would say. And and you know, these days we we take to to social media and voice our opinions. And uh, while that is a, I guess, a satisfying thing at the moment, and it um, you think you are actually doing something, it doesn't really um, cause any kind of change. And I don't know really what to do. Um, to cause change. I mean, Raquel just said that, you know, um, voting for the right politician or writing to the politicians that are in office right now. But uh, that's a whole nother frustrating, um, frustrating thing because yeah, money, everything is driven by money. So yeah, exactly. uh, It's, it's, yeah, It's, it's, it's sickening the whole, the whole system. And it's not like it's, better anywhere else either you know it's just that this is a is a very unique problem to the u.s because of its history and um, i mean i spent you know i don't know 15 years trying to understand the whole uh, mentality and Mm -hmm. it's very easy for you know europeans to say oh you know crazy americans they should just do this or that but you know each country has its history and there's things the way they are for a very specific reason and mm-hmm. um, even if it's, you know, <laughs> clear as day to half the population, um, yeah. it's not that easy to actually change it. Um, but uh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, if you see the president coming on, on over and over and over again, he just looks so resigned and so fed up himself. There's so know? little. Like, there's so little that he can do. It, yeah. It's really hard because there's a, a major organization in the United States called the National Rifle Association. Um, aka the NRA. Um, and they have paid so much money to Congress, so much money to the people in Congress that basically anything, if, if there's any bill at all that talks about guns in a negative way, these people will just shut it off. They'll just like, nope, nope, we will not discuss this. We will not discuss this. It's the equivalent of saying, of like having like a car company say, hey, if they want to start like making people have driver's licenses, no, no, we don't want anything to do with any of that. Like driver's licenses are bad. That's terrible. That that could affect the number of people who buy cars and who end up using cars. And we really, it's in our best interest for people to buy and use cars as much as possible. So make sure that nobody's allowed to have a, a driver's license um, or make sure that there's no requirement to have a driver's license. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely, absolutely preposterous. Um, but this one organization has so much money and has had so much political influence that anything, even the most, even the most basic things, um, the NRA has has managed to strategically make it so that our government can't even study any any instances of gun of gun crime gun crime they can't they can't even say okay let's analyze the situation because if it's a government institution the government institution has to get has to get permission from congress to do a certain type of study but congress is you know there's enough people there who are have been bought out (laughs) or who have been funded um trying to keep this as as neutral as possible who have been funded uh by the nra and the nra is like no 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 don't do any studies because then you'll have data and who knows where that data might go because data is bad it's like what we just want to understand this problem a little bit better so we can come up with better solutions and anyway 
Yeah, um, and that's, I mean, that, that is the, you know, I guess with, um, with smoking, you know, it was yeah. something that was costing the, the, the state or the states a lot of money. And mm-hmm. that's why it was, you know, I guess eventually, and it's not like it happened overnight, but I, I just look at that as a comparison to Europe where it is coming, um, you know, as well now, finally, but you still see way more people here smoke. But that, that is something that, that worked, you know, they, they basically, you know, tried to get rid of cigarettes and, and made the companies pay for all sorts of stuff. But the gun thing is, is just, is different, I guess. And even though there are people being killed left and right, and Mm -hmm. it's just, it's, it's mind boggling that nothing can be done, but it's the same thing Mm -hmm. with, with uh, cell phones, for example. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I got a traffic ticket in Florida a few years ago, and I had to do uh, one of these um, uh, incredibly uh, difficult uh, tests. <laughs> so I studied for that. And, uh, you know, something came up about distracted, uh, distracted driving. And I was just curious because um, I was, you know, mad at people basically driving recklessly because they're staring at their cell phone. And... Um, just to see, I know I'm going off on a tangent here, but, um, you know, why there is no law in Florida, for example, against using your phone in the car, right? And uh, there's various politicians that had tried to push that through, but guess what? It was always struck down by other politicians that were basically in the cell phone industry's pockets. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there's thousands of people that get killed every year on the streets because of distracted driving, not all because of cell phones, but we're talking a ton of human lives and companies have money and they have an interest that Mm -hmm. people are using their cell phone whenever because that means money for them and they have this power. It's just disgusting, but that's how it is, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) So anyway, all said and done, uh, for anybody, yeah. anybody who's been affected by this, and certainly, I, I would, I would, I would like, I would, I would expect that most people have been. Um, I, I want to say on behalf of myself, um, I, this sucks. This really, really sucks, and I really wish it hadn't happened. And um, I stand by everyone who was affected, and I want you to know that. Um, you matter, people love you. And as much as it sucks, this will pass and we will figure out a way to make it better. It's going to take time. Um, and I wish it would take less time, uh, but we got to do it right. And we got to do it as quickly, but also as, as quickly as possible, but as slowly as necessary. Um, and that will never ever feel good, but it is important and, um, I mean, given the, how much change has happened in the U S over the last 20 years, I know we can get there. Um, but it just sucks every step of the way. Yeah. We so, just all have to try to do our part and, and not yeah. be, um, I guess, passive in this whole thing. Um, yeah. and, uh, yeah, just figure out what that means, you know, talking to your, uh, Local, yeah, exactly, yeah. and and try to to do something. I mean, I have like a knot in my stomach right now just talking about this and thinking about it. Yeah, so it sucks. Anyway, it really sucks. Yeah, yeah. 
And that... um, yeah, I got a baby crying that I got to tend to. So. <laughs> no um, worries. Yeah, so, this was our show. And uh, yeah, show my notes are at reactive. Yeah, go ahead. Yes, go ahead. Hey. I'm H. Clattergotts <laughs> on Twitter, and I'll talk to you next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Rockbot uh, on Twitter, and you can reach us on ReactivePod uh, for all Twitter-type stuff. Um, our show notes are at reactive.audio. Via our show notes, you can uh, go ahead and uh, leave us a review, and you can join our Slack channel. There's some really great stuff happening in Slack. We have some really fun conversations. Um, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, Thanks for listening, and we will chat with you again soon. All right. Bye, everyone. You still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Uh, I guess. I thought it would work, but she yeah. lost her pass again. So. Oh, it's all good. I, yeah. I closed the show, so cool. um, we should be good on that front.